listening to the John and Kane Show. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's the John and Kane Show. I'm John. It's Kane. It is uh, Thursday, October 29th. That it is. For those of you playing along on your Gregorian calendars, there it is. Uh, go ahead and tick that day off. <laughs> just one day closer tick to that day off. You know what days tick me off? No, I'm just so saying. Why like, not? Have you ever like on tick your that day off? Do you ever tick your calendar? I yes, do. I do. I tick I do. it all the time. All right. Well, I'm very excited about our next guest. He and I have had this um, strange and sort of journey together. <laughs> what? Uh, well, let's introduce him first. Ladies and gentlemen, Brant Hadfield. Brant! Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me here. I'm very excited. Yeah. So we are going to eventually in this interview be talking about the Battle of Island Mount. Uh-huh. Now, real quick, just, you know, it's October 29th, 2015. Why mm-hmm. is that date somehow important to you? Well, uh, that's a very important date in history because that happens to be the day that the very first black Union regiment fought a battle in the Civil War. And in so, 1862. In 1862, yeah. right? So right. You, so your film that I'm holding in my hand, mm-hmm. right, that had just won some awards, by the way, did, which we'll talk about, yeah. uh, The Battle of Island Mound is all nice. about that. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Which, by the way, here's the deal. You know, there were opportunities for Caucasian actors. I never got a phone call. <laughs> like, I never even, that's okay. I well, mean, we'll, wow. I'll, I'll explain why I'm a little burned about this, but. You I know, understand you have an agent, and we just really didn't have the time or money to go that route. <laughs> to deal with it. Right, exactly. <laughs> all right. Believe so, me, Brent, we understand. <laughs> we understand. Uh-huh. All right, so now here I'm listening to you set up this movie that you mm-hmm. that that is done, and now how different is it from Glory? Well, it's quite a bit different. Yeah. Uh, for one thing, they won. Those guys won their battle. Nice. And it happened a year before the guys that fought the the 54th Massachusetts yeah, okay. fought All right. in Glory. Got and it. the other thing that's quite a bit different is that I was probably. You know, $40 million shy of their budget. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, though. Yeah. There's a lot of explosions. Yeah, it was a good one. It was. Um, and, and the other mm-hmm. thing is that movie was a fine movie, but it was mostly about the white officer, the abolitionist in his True. story. Mm-hmm. And and the, the former slaves turned soldier was kind of an ancillary, you know, side right. Side thing, and so your focus specifically is this: the regiment that was first deployed, That's right. the first black regiment ever deployed to fight, it, and they it, were successful. They ever fought a battle, yes, in the Civil War, and they were successful. They were not federalized. It was before it was before the Emancipation Proclamation, and the fact that they came together, oh wow, was very controversial. Yeah, and Lincoln sort of just let it happen, even though he officially wasn't supposed to. And so, did this battle last more than a day? How, or how long did this? Any the, their efforts in it? Well, the the battle took place over. Really, it was one day. Yeah. Um, there were some things that happened leading up to that, but the battle itself was a pretty short one. Of which the anniversary is today. Is today? That's is that one hundred and fifty three years? My, ago? If my math is correct, one hundred and fifty three years. Two is one hundred fifty three years. Yeah. Is it one hundred nineteen sixty two fifty three divided by one carry the two? I think you're right. I think so. I yeah. think so. Thank you. All right, great. I can take my shoes so off I'm there so, to count. I'm so glad. This is, I'm so glad this has become a common core math question. Oh. Anyway, um, so here's the deal. Um, we've got about a minute remaining in the first segment here. I still need to get resolved on our past and the reason why that I wasn't given an opportunity to be cast in this. And wow. that's okay. I mean, your by the way, your actors in this they're amazing, and you know what a jaded guy I am. Like I'm imp- I'm full. I mean, completely impressed. They with were. This film. They did a great job. They did a fantastic yeah. job. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation 
conversation with with Brant Hadfield. We'll we'll tell you about our adventures of riding on open trucks. Yeah, yeah. Yo, oh. That's called a radio tease. Okay, right. That's so, right. right. Okay, good. Open so, trucks. Uh, open trucks. Right. Okay. We'll, not we'll, trunks. No. But, okay. No. Got it. No. And it involved a lot of tools. Oh. So and not just me. Um, I see. All right. So <laughs> do stay with us. <laughs> see what you did. Just got that. I see what you did. <laughs> a little bit. By the way, you know, he and I both fly airplanes too. What? He, no. I'm just saying. Like, you know, he's better than I am. Wow. So right, anyway. we're going to hear about all this. We're, we're both still sitting here, so we must be okay. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. That's a, good, that's a good point. You're right. It is pretty much pass and fail. Yes. All right. We'll, <laughs> we'll be right back on the John and Kane Show. We are back with our guest, Brent Hadfield. That's right. We are talking about the Battle of Island Mound. He is a St. Louis-based cinema cinematographer and filmmaker. He really is fantastic. So I just want to clear the past with us real quick. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah, sure. So about six years ago, I got a phone call uh, from a producer by the name of Michael Kiss and this guy, Brent Hadfield, on the phone, right? And they're like, you think you guys can go out and do like a demo for like blah, blah, blah? And I was like, sure. I show up in a parking lot, middle of Illinois. This guy gets uh-huh. out and he's like, hey. And I'm like, hi, man, what's up? He's like, my name's Brent. Go stand over there. And I'm like, okay. He goes, I'm rolling. Do your thing. And and literally, we invented this pilot for this show called Torque TV that's put on by Matt Tools that I've been the host of for the past six years. Oh, that's fantastic. It was pretty entertaining. We it really was. had a lot of fun with that. Well, you were great. I mean, you, you were fantastic, and we, we saw many iterations of it. I'm just saying that everything that I've ever had an opportunity to, to work with you on, except for your film... <laughs> The Battle of Island well, Mount, I've really enjoyed working with wow. you. Wow. It like seems said, as though there's a little bit of the fact that you're very difficult to contact. <laughs> <laughs> it he, seems like you're bitter. He knows where I work. Yeah. Anyway. So, but anyway, th- mm-hmm. this is obviously a fantastic film. How can people connect online and get this film or interact? Well, it has a Facebook page, Facebook.islandmount uh, or slash Island Mount. Got it. Um, the, the, the national or the uh, Missouri state parks has a, a page where you can buy the film. And importantly here in St. Louis on February 21st, mm. I believe the time is 2 PM. Correct. Uh, it will have another public screening open to the public free at the Missouri history museum. Can I point out that he won not one, but what? two Emmy awards for this. Really? Two Emmy awards. It was like, a great night, yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. So one for historical documentary, mm-hmm. which, by the way, that's fantastic. If anyone knows how difficult that is, I there, mean, there, honestly, there's there a lot of competition really for competition. that. I, yeah. I checked it out, and it was, it was good. I mean, amazing. And then, of course, for cinematography in a program, which that's got to be gratifying. It was very gratifying. That's they're, awesome. They're powerful images, and it was great to be able to capture those. You know, and, and, and I'm just not, like, blowing a bunch of hot air when I say that you're you're really amazing at what you do. Like, I've been, I've been following your mm-hmm. work, right? Mm-hmm. So what's it like to be in the Midwest and, you know, when there aren't a lot of cinematographers, right? There's a lot of people who do video. I'm mm-hmm. going to go shoot a video for mm-hmm. you, right? But when you talk about that distinction of cinematographers, so what's that experience like for you when you're like, wait, I won? I, I just won an Emmy? Well, I mean, it's I mean, it's a huge honor and I think that, you know, uh, it goes without saying that a film like that, which is essentially a period war film with, you know, a bunch of guys with uh, rifles and there's 15, 20 horses and a lot going on. It took a lot of people to put that together. Oh, yeah. So um, even though I ended up doing quite a bit of it myself um, in terms of writing and directing and editing and shooting, um, it took an awful lot of people. So to be able to capture those images um, in a way that I like and have the creative freedom to do that in a cinematic way um, was was really exciting. And, 
you know, and I think it turned out pretty well, and and was very proud to get the uh, to get the award. I get too many awards. It came out pretty well. <laughs> I mean, like you know. Well, I mean, it's it's, part it's not like fishing uh, shooting fish in a barrel because there's a lot. You know, it was we were up against quite a bit. We had basically two primary shoot days to get the battle, and I really only had one day with all of the bushwhacker, the enemy, the bushwhackers, and all of the soldiers in one place. And most of the battle sequence happened after about 2 p.m. until sunset. So were they Kansas bushwhackers or Missouri bushwhackers? They were Missouri. Okay. They were pro-slavery bushwhackers. Okay. Uh, they were not Confederate soldiers, per se. They were right. the James Gang. Right, that's what I was going to say. They, like, were, they were rough guys. Right. Yeah. So, you know, the, what's interesting about where the battle takes place is that for years there were the border battles between Missouri and mm-hmm. Kansas. And so you see a lot of these skirmishes, you know, popping up. Like if we look at what happened mostly during the Civil War, you're talking over 845 of these small skirmishes. Mm-hmm. And so I, 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 they're telling us to go to break. When we come back, I, I want to find out the reason why we don't know about this battle mm-hmm. more than we probably should, mm-hmm. right? Sure. All right, so stay with us. We'll be right back on the John and Kane Show with our guest, Brand Hadfield. And we're talking about the Battle of Island Mound. Let's applaud everybody for our guest, Brent Hatfield. Brent, thank you for being here. Talking about the Battle Great of Island Mound. Here. So we need to give you a quick 15-second history of the Civil War in mm-hmm. Missouri, right? Mm-hmm. So the Civil War in Missouri, Missouri was the third most battled uh, state in the Union mm-hmm. dur- dur- during the Civil War. Uh, as I shared with you before the break, almost 845 primary skirmishes and then battles that were then actually like mm-hmm. set in real battles, right? Yes. So what's interesting about Missouri is that we saw so many flashpoints around the state. W- why is the, your battle, the Battle of Island Mound, so significant more than what you've already shared? Well, I mean, militarily, it was not much different than the other skirmishes you talked about, the right. other battles. Um, what was hugely significant is the fact that it was the very first time that black Union soldiers were engaged in a battle in the Civil War, and their success really proved to a very skeptical nation and a very racist nation at the time that these men were capable of fighting a war, fighting in battle, obeying orders, and not running off into the woods, which is what most people in that day thought would happen. And so it gave Lincoln... Uh, Abraham Lincoln, a lot of credibility when he made arguments about the Emancipation Proclamation mm-hmm. and the fact that he signed it. Who was the general for that area at that time? Do you know? I don't know. Okay. I'm just, I'm just curious, well, what, like, what kind of communications so, have you found? Yeah, well, the, so the, 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 there wasn't a general that put this regiment together. It was a guy named Senator Lane. Okay. And he was the first Kansas state senator. And he uh, was a friend of Lincoln. And he had uh, he had reasons maybe other than freedom or equality. He didn't. Most people at that time, even that opposed slavery, didn't even believe in that. He had political reasons to put these regiments together. So he did it um, uh, with the with the kind of the, the eyes turned away, you know, from Washington and a little bit of, of Washington saying you can't do this. But they didn't try really hard to stop him. But they also didn't endorse it because they didn't want Missouri falling into the Confederacy. Mm. Missouri was still in the Union, but a slave state. So it was a very tenuous kind of strange balance being handled there. So the fact that that battle occurred um, in a lot of ways was the very, very beginning. You could say it set a path for civil rights because it really cemented the the 54th Massachusetts being able to fight Mm. a year later, as was depicted in the movie Glory, 
And the military basically set a stronger path for African Americans to be involved in an official sanctioned way and prove their worth. That's Love fantastic. It. I mean, as as a as a cinematographer, mm-hmm. as a filmmaker, how has this changed you in regards to like this experience of making this movie? Like, did it expand your knowledge base in this oh, area? You yeah, know what I mean, I, like, I, I, don't, I got so this was a, this was a project done for the state of Missouri. They they set they they established a historic site where the battle actually took place, and they had a little bit of extra money, and they decided to do a dock, and they basically commissioned me to do it, and so I knew nothing about it. Right. I'd never heard of it. And I thought, this was a really big deal. How could I have not heard of this? This is, I mean, this is huge. And so, you know, I had to educate myself and study the, the accounts, the actual accounts of the battle to figure out what happened and then somehow compress Recreate that. Yeah. yeah, compress that into a 20 minute film. And importantly, what I decided to do is center the film around a slave turned soldier who escaped and crossed the Missouri River at night when it was frozen solid and got into free Kansas, joined the first Kansas colored, and was part of this battle. And it's, mm. it's his story that I'm actually looking to promote, the, promote this project to a feature, which is actually, in the last week or two, I'm starting to get some traction. Nice. Yeah. Good for you, man. Any help we can uh, provide in that arena? Well, <clears throat> I guess spread the word, which is kind of what we're doing right now. Yeah. Check out the Facebook page and follow along, and um, I'm willing to talk to anybody who's got some good ideas. Um, and I've got it. a headshot, by the way. If you need it, I okay. mean, whatever you need. Right. Well, I mean, then, then maybe the feature. <laughs> yeah, He's like, maybe the feature, and then looks away. <laughs> I saw that look. I saw you look away. <laughs> I could, you could be an extra, no problem. Hey, man, I there, know, there, there it is. There See? it is. Horse boy number one. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, awesome. <laughs> on that's what we called you back when we were doing that other show. I know. Oh, I know. That's I right. Oh, yeah. Horse boy. See our relationship, people? Hey. See our relationship. <laughs> Climb uh, aboard, everyone. Very- <laughs> on a very, yeehaw. Uh, by the way, that actually was really on, on a line that we worked on. I really did say that. It might have been. Yeah. It was. It was anyway. Uh, on a very serious note, let's applaud for our good friend Brent Hatfield. That's right, Brent. Thank you. The Battle of Island Mound. Check it out. Facebook.com forward slash Island Mound. Uh, and then also check out Brant's website. It's Brant-Hadfield.com. Uh, very cool. Thank very you. cool. All right. All right. With that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, what's happening next? Oh, yeah. Gail's going to be here. Well, we're going to put her on the phone. Stay with us, it's the John and Kane Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so this is actually uh, a really perfect show. First, we had on Brand Hadfield, oh my right? Gosh, yes. Who is, of course, talking about his Emmy Award winning film, The Battle at Island Mound. Fantastic is, documentary. Yeah, it's it's awesome. And, it, and you know, it, it happens in Missouri, which Missouri borders, I don't know, a little um, a river called the Mississippi. You yes, know, it little, does. Little small, little tiny little thing. I'm not sure that's the way to describe it. No. Uh, our, next, our next guest, ladies and gentlemen, uh, she's written a fantastic little book. It's called Road Trip with the Ranger. Please put your hands together for author Gail Harper. Gail, welcome to the show. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Apparently she's heard the show and she's bracing herself. No, not I, at all. She's bracing herself. But Gail, when I saw this, what an inspirational first line when it when you learn that a raindrop falling into the headwaters of the Mississippi takes about 90 days to get down to the Gulf of Mexico. Then that, of course, sparked this idea of the project. Absolutely. Tell in, more the, about in that. the moment that I read that sentence, I knew exactly what was going to happen next in my life. I knew that I would make this 90-day road trip, that I would follow the whole course of the Mississippi from the headwaters to the Gulf, 
and that I would do it while keeping pace with an imaginary raindrop, and that I would name her Serendipity. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. So, now this sounds like a fantastic idea, but when you come down to executing it, man, that had to be difficult. What kind of uh, encounters did you reach, and then what kind of help did you find? Well, actually, from that moment that I read that sentence, it has literally created itself, and I have just happily been along for the ride. The first sort of seeming obstacle was lodging, right? Great idea, but how does one pay for 90 nights of lodging? Exactly. So I sent an email to Chambers of Commerce and Visitors Bureaus at points along the river. I had divided the river up into 90 pieces, and I sent an email, sent a link to my website so they could see my work, and I said, this is the project I have in mind. If you are interested in having me come to your community and you can help me with lodging, let me know. And I had no idea what would happen. But what actually did happen was that I had more invitations than I had nights available. Oh, wow. And actually the coolest thing about that really was that in the process of making these arrangements, they would often ask me, what what kind of place would you like to stay? And my answer was always the same. I said, just a clean bed, please, and hopefully internet access. And beyond that, whatever you choose will be just perfect. And so very often they would choose places that were unique to the heritage and culture of that region. Mm. I would have also asked for sausage biscuits and gravy in the morning. Yes, but, but that's you, and it's not about you right now. No, I get it. It's I'm just saying if I, was, if I was Gail. I'm just saying if I was Gail. All right. Well, so here's the deal. So there's a lot of cool things, and uh, the, this this book, Road Trip with a Raindrop, um, is, you know... It, it's a gold medal winner, right? Yes, it's actually now just won its third major book award. Oh, it fantastic. won the Clarion Award from the National Association of Women in Communications. It won in the Book of the Year competition from um, um, IndieFab. Um, yeah forward reviews and then it did just win the gold medal in the international competition by readers favorite can we applaud let's just all applaud that we need to applaud that absolutely (laughs) so here's what i so so we're gonna go to a song we've got two more breaks with you when we come back um i'm a big fan of the 19th century i'm a big fan of 19th century steamers on the river i've done a lot of research and lecturing in that area and kane always makes fun of me by the way oh it's just the word steamer I know. Wow. So when we come back, I, I want to find out about this tugboat that was converted into a and b among other things. So stay sure. with us. Our, our guest is Gail Harper. She's the author of Road Trip with a Raindrop. We'll be right back on the John and Kane Show. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Our guest is author Gail Harper. That's applause. That's right. Gail, thank you for being here. Via telephone, obviously. So this book is 240 pages. It's 55 stories, has nearly 200 full-color photographs. But what I'm most curious about, at least in this particular moment, is a tugboat converted into a and b bed and breakfast. Where would that be on your trip? Mm, that was in St. Paul. It was um, mm. at one of these amazing places that I would never have known about, but since people offered me lodging in places that were part of the heritage and culture, that was one of the places that was offered to me. And it is a 1942 um, towboat. 
um, that's now called the Covington Inn B&B. And I actually just stayed in it again last week because I was in Minneapolis and St. Paul on book tour. So I got to stay there again. Fantastic. And it's a wonderful place. Did they happen to serve sausage, gravy, and biscuits at that particular? <laughs> no, but she does make a killer breakfast. Oh, I love that. I love that. See, I, you, you can see where my priorities are, right, Gail? You get yeah. it. You, you get it. You can you can you completely get it. All right, I now do. come up. There's an event coming up November first at the Missouri History Museum. Speak more about that. There are actually two events oh. um, at the Missouri History Museum. Sunday, November first at one o'clock, and it will be. It's free. It's open to the public. I'll share a bit of the backstory, tell a few tales from the road, and show a video that actually just takes you on this whole journey. And then have plenty of time for questions and comments. And that program is being repeated again on Monday, November second at ten thirty in the morning. Oh, very good. So, um, I, you know, I don't mean to make this all about what I want, but I'm also curious about this entire 30-room mansion. Tell us about right? this story. Like, what, you, you had the entire mansion to yourself? I did, actually. What? Yeah. This was... <laughs> This was another one of those circumstances where, you know, someone, when I was setting up this trip, someone offered me um, the opportunity to stay there, and I said, yes, thank you, and I had a quick glance at the website and assumed that it was a and b and when I got there, they were giving me a tour and said, well, these are your keys, this is where the dishes are, help yourself, make your dinner, and I said, well, are there other guests? And they said, no, this is yours for oh the weekend. Oh, my gosh. Just, just leave the keys in the box when you go. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that is fantastic! You have a room. You have a room for every three miles on your trip, every three days on your trip. I mean, that's amazing. And so, yeah, did by crazy. any chance did you find in the kitchen sausage biscuits and gravy by any? You know, I didn't. All right, actually. I was just no, uh, you know no. obviously. <laughs> So, I'm a curious person. Well, so one thing I'm curious about, which we will probably talk about when we get back, so don't give it away yet, but tomorrow on the show, we've got Ghost Hunters on the show. Oh, uh, yeah. Paranormal Task Force. So I'm just, and don't answer it yet, but uh, if you possibly or did have any ghost experiences, we'd love to hear that. Uh, our guest is Gail Harper. She's the author of Road Trip with a Raindrop. Um, it's uh, it's available uh, literally uh, at her website, gailharper.com, G-A-Y-L-E harper.com uh, on twitter it's uh, at river road woman on facebook it's uh, facebook.com forward slash gail harper dot mississippi river so uh, we'll talk more when we come back maybe there were ghosts maybe there weren't Ooh, all right i like that but there but it was 90 days in a raindrop so stay with <laughs> us it's the john and kane show Ladies and gentlemen, normally I'm sad on the show today, but it's been a pretty mm. awesome show, but we have to close it anyway. Uh, our guest is and has been Gail Harper. She's the author of Road Trip with a Raindrop. Absolutely. Let's put your hands together as we uh, close out the show today. I appreciate all your candidness about the sausage biscuits and gravy. I do appreciate that. All right. So let's uh, real quick talk about, again, online, the website where people can see this journey and your inspiration. Let's give that to them again. 
gailharper.com. Just remember that Gail in this case is G-A-Y-L-E. There it is. And at River Road Woman on Twitter, where a lot of our listeners are active. At River Road Woman on Twitter. So again, let's reiterate the events happening. November 1st and November 2nd at the Missouri History Museum. Both are free and open to everyone. And in both, you're actually presenting the video. That is, and it's 1 o'clock on Sunday and 10.30 a.m. on Monday. And in both of them, I will share the video that just literally takes you on this whole journey. I love it. And how long did, now obviously we know it took 90 days, right, I'm guessing? So exactly. how long did it take for you to put that video, finally get it all together? Well, mm, gosh, I don't know. That was you another know, 90 I, days, right? A long time. It was, it was quite a project, I must say. Absolutely. And just an amazing, inspirational thing to tackle. You know, I got to acknowledge you for that. I mean, just to tackle this idea without even knowing the agreement that you would get from people along the way, you just sort of threw your hat in there and like, this is what I'm going to do. And that's mm. very admirable. You know, the, that was really the whole spirit of the thing. I Where I was going to sleep at night was the only thing that was planned. Right. And all the rest was left up to serendipity. I didn't make any appointments or schedule any interviews, so I never knew what a day would bring. Wow. And people would just invite me into their lives. I went to birthday parties and dances and a wedding and retirement parties and home oh to dinner gosh. and home to meet Aunt Betsy and out on every kind of boat you can imagine. And people just took me in. That is so fantastic. So did you have any ghost experiences, though? Well, no. Um, when when I was staying in that 30-room mansion by myself, that was the next question that I asked after they told me I was going to be there by myself. <laughs> was, okay, is it haunted? And they said no. And it, it wasn't. I, could, I mean, I have actually had, you know, a, an experience in a house that was haunted, and you can clearly tell the difference. Mm. And this one was very friendly. Oh, that's good. That's very, very cool. Good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Gail. Harper. Thank you, Gail. Appreciate you. We will see you very soon at the Missouri History Museum. You're going to stay with us right now, though, because you're going to participate in our signature close. Uh, and we'll explain that in just a moment. So uh, thank you to everyone who follows the show live Monday through Friday. Uh, 10 a.m. IndioRadio.com. It is live. 5 p.m. is the replay. IndioRadio.com. And the rest of you crazy fans, you get us how? Well, you can go on any platform for podcasting that we exist. Uh, iTunes, Podomatic, Spreaker, Stitcher, just search Indio Radio Podcast. You'll see all the John and Kane shows right there. Or just Google the John and Kane show. You'll find every bit of where we are on the interwebs. Plus, at IndioRadio.wordpress.com is the blog site, so you can get a little more in-depth insight on what the show's all about. Plus, you can see the Domain Tech Reports PBS uh, hit on us. And I say hit like it was a bad thing. But it was actually a really positive piece done on this show and our podcasting efforts. So, IndioRadio.wordpress.com. All right. So, uh, we are not a large media outlet. We uh, do the best we can with what we've got, and when you see us on social media, we uh, you know, have an expectation that you at least like us enough that you would like and share uh, the show. So please do that, because that helps us uh, get the message out. Remember, the commitment of our show is fun, funny, make the world a better place. So wherever anyone is fun, funny, and making the world a better place, we want to hear from you. We want to learn about what's happening. So uh, reach out. You can do that at John and Kane Show. Yep, at Indio underscore radio, and those handles are great for Twitter and 
and the Instagram. We also like it when you like the Facebook page, even though we have thousands of listeners. There's only like 800 people that have liked it. Yeah, and India Radio is no on its thousandth like right, right. now. It keeps so, toggling back and forth. I, I want to find out who that person is that keeps unliking and then liking again. Well, you It's know, making me mad. Right. It, it just it just impacts our egos. I, that, that's all I have to say. <laughs> that's, that, I just, that's, that's the most honest I can be. I'm just kidding. Um, all right, with that, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to end the show. Tomorrow on the show, Lindsay Walden shall be back. Yeah, yeah. To make us uncomfortable. And of course, the folks from Paranormal Task Force. It will be the 30th of October, therefore the day before Halloween. That's right. Halloween indeed. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Gail, you still with us? I'm here. So, we do this little thing called the signature close. We always end the show the exact same way. The last thing we say is Indio Radio, and we do it all together. Are you ready to participate? I am. It's the John and Kane Show, broadcasting live from Shock City Studios on, of course, all together. Indio Radio! That wasn't bad. That yeah. I mean, you know, John usually judges harshly. That was pretty good. Though. I'm not gonna. I am not gonna judge Gail harshly. I neither am I. I. Because, because I didn't have the timing quite right. right. I'm no, sorry. no, it's okay. <laughs> I, I I'm imagining your raindrop serendipity rolling down my eye right now <laughs> for for nine for ninety days. That's it. All right, with a that perpetual I'm, cry. That's right. That's it. With that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm done being dramatic. We will see you tomorrow on the John you, and Kane Show. Thank you. Thanks, Gail. Bye.